Hello, and welcome to The Yellow Sofa. I'm Phil. And I'm Christy. And we're here with our friends, Conley and Signa Bodishbaugh, who have amazing life stories that are true. And you are just not going to want to miss them. Hi, Conley. Hi, Signa. Where are we going to start today? Thank you, Phil and Christy Dennis. And welcome to our very first episode of Yellow Sofa. Signa and I want to get all of you in on the ground floor of this podcast about modern-day miracles, because we think it will change your life. And you know when miracles occur, they always change lives. You might wonder why we call it Yellow Sofa. What does that have to do with miracles? And who in the world is this couple on the cover? Well, we're going to try to tell you as succinctly as possible. Before we get into the meat of this podcast in the next few episodes... Just like in Genesis 1, it all started with a word from God. That's right. And it was a deep impression that went right to the core of our beings. And with that word, a desire of the heart grew to obey Him and see His vision become reality. The first word was go to seminary, about the last thing I ever wanted to do. But when God said it, it made sense. Sell a mechanical contracting business and start over at age 44. And I'm going to tell you, it wasn't a piece of cake because we had two sons in college at the time and one in grade school and nobody was working. But God provided. Yes, he really did. The second word was take a church in Mobile, Alabama. I had no previous desire to pastor a large old downtown church, but when God said it, it became the desire of my heart. And I pastored a congregation there for 20 years. You know, for many years, we'd been traveling with Leanne Payne on her prayer team for pastoral care ministries. And during our time we were in Mobile, we initiated our own ministry based on what we'd experienced with her. And we called it the Journey to Wholeness in Christ. Pretty soon, we too were traveling around the states and to many other countries, leading conferences and seeing miracles of healing and restoration. And we'll tell you a lot more about that in another time. The third life-changing word after retirement was move back to Fayetteville, Arkansas. This was where we had started out, where I'd been in business, where some of our children and grandchildren lived. You know, when you've lived in one house for 20 years, the thought of moving is always unsettling, to say the least. When we'd moved to Mobile, we'd bought a little cottage on um, Mobile Bay, and we renovated, and we added on numerous times over the years. And this cottage had a history because it was built in 1935, and a widowed man lived there until he died in his late 90s, and he had no heirs. All the furnishings in the house had been auctioned off on site, and what didn't sell was left. And so when we took possession, they were all there. There were some outbuildings, including a large barn with a loft, and we knew there was some old furniture up there, but we never paid it much attention. It was just hard to get to. But when we started to move, two friends, Phil, the man who introduced us on this episode, and Dave, a neighbor, spent a whole day helping Conley clean out this barn for a huge yard sale. When we got it down, I couldn't believe the amount of stuff we hauled out into the driveway. It took us all day. 
One of the things they brought down from the loft was the yellow sofa you see on the cover. It had been up there for decades, hidden in a corner, neglected, probably full of vermin. Phil pulled out his phone, and once he set it in the driveway, he told us to sit on it because he thought it would make a good picture. I didn't even want to touch it, let alone sit on it. But we humored him, and what you see is what he took. The next day, we had the big sale, and we had a crowd. There was a long driveway up to our house, our little cottage, and we had people park on the street, so they had to walk up toward the house, and we had stuff for sale all along the way on that driveway. And I'm going to tell you, nobody looked twice at that sofa, and I wasn't a bit surprised. But late that day, a very large, ample woman walked up the drive, and then she started running, holding her bosom as she ran. And she was yelling, oh, my Lord, y'all didn't sell that yellow sofa, have you? I love it. I've been telling the Lord I want a yellow sofa. And there it is. That's the prettiest thing I ever saw. How much y'all want for it? It was the funniest thing ever. And I started to tell her how disgusting this sofa was and probably full of critters. But I took one look at her face and I bit my tongue. And finally, I said, well, it's your lucky day. We're moving and we don't want it. So it's yours. And she did a little dance right there in the driveway. And then she called somebody to bring a pickup to help her haul it off. And she just kept saying the whole time, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I think she even hugged me. That was two years ago. So if you fast forward those two years, we're now settled here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and Phil and Christy have moved close by. They would come over often, and Phil would sit in his usual spot by the fireplace and say, why don't you all tell us stories about what God did at the journeys? And so we'd just share whatever came to mind. And every time, Phil would say, people need to hear these stories. They need to hear what y'all have experienced with Jesus. Y'all need to write a book. And I told him I had four books out there, and I was working on two more, and I didn't need to do this. And I didn't think it was something I was really supposed to do. So realizing I was not going to write a book about this about a year ago, then he started saying, y'all need to do a podcast. We need to do a podcast. We didn't know much about podcasts, but he made it sound irresistible. He said he would do all the research. He would purchase the equipment. He would produce it. All we had to do was show up and talk with him and with Christy just about these same experiences we talked about around the fireplace. The one thing I didn't understand was his fascination with a picture he produced of us sitting on that ratty yellow sofa. He kept saying it was his inspiration for the podcast. He chose the music for the intro. He came up with the name, The Yellow Sofa. In fact, he even gave me a picture of what you're seeing on the cover, a framed picture for my birthday last year. During all the time of preparation for our first podcast, Phil had been struggling with esophageal cancer and taking chemo. Yet his enthusiasm for this project seemed to extend his life beyond what was predicted. This is the hard part to tell, but Phil went to be with Jesus on Easter Sunday of this year. And at his funeral, where I had the privilege of giving his eulogy, 
many of his relatives I'd never met knew who I was. They said when Phil was enduring chemo and his body was weakening, he would get so excited and so energized telling them about this podcast he was going to produce. So it's in memory of our dear friend Phil that we begin this first episode of Yellow Sofa. I've listened to the Lord asking him why this yellow sofa was so fascinating to Phil. He just kept saying, it's iconic. All I could remember was the fear of mice or roaches inside. But one day, God showed me the importance of it that Phil could never quite articulate. And here's the picture of this yellow sofa that God showed me. It had been forgotten. It had been hidden away. It had been neglected, and it was past its prime. But here's what happened to it. It was brought out into the light. It was aired out. Fresh eyes saw it differently, and it was allowed to be a potential blessing to someone else. So here's what I want to ask you. What is your yellow sofa today? What's been in your heart For a long, long time, collecting dust, or even worse, by neglect and forgetfulness. When it does come to mind, have you decided it's past its prime and nobody will care anymore? So Conley and I want to challenge you to bring it to the light, whatever that is hidden in your heart, whatever God has said to you in the past, air it out. Speak to God about it. Let Him show you what He thinks about it and allow it to be a blessing to somebody else. And above all, in the days until you hear us again, expect a miracle. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Yellow Sofa, Modern Day Miracles. To find out more about the Bodish Boss ministry and to connect with them, visit www.signabodishbaugh.com. The link for that is in the show notes. Special thanks to Daniel Matthews of Rockwell and John Rhodes of Rhodes Recording for producing this podcast. You can learn more about them by visiting their links in the show notes. Finally, if you're enjoying this podcast, Consider leaving a review and sharing it with a friend. It truly helps.